And here we go. Tanner, thank you for doing this. Where where, where are you located and uh, how do you introduce yourself to, to people? Hey, first off, thanks for having me on, Robert. I am located in Dubai, the United Arab Emirates, and uh, I introduced myself um, as Tanner Shuck because that's who I am. And 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 then you're you're what what do you do? Because you're you're an influencer, you're a very successful influencer, which I want to congratulate you on your success, uh, everything you've done. Uh, how did you become an influencer? What 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 type of influencer are you for the listeners that are are, are listening to this podcast? Well. Uh, I wouldn't, funny you say that, um, I wouldn't refer to myself as an influencer. Um, maybe eventually I will, I don't know. Uh, I'd, I'd call myself a trainer. All right. Um, and someone that's extremely passionate about health and fitness. And, uh, basically I've spent my entire life in a gym training myself and people like easily over 10,000 hours. Um, you know, both training myself and other people. So I've kind of done everything there is to do inside a gym. And now I've kind of reached the point where I want to have a positive impact on the world. And the best way to do that is to kind of build a following on social media, you know, especially in today's day and age. So my goal is just to reach as many people as possible and to help as many people as possible by, you know, showing them, you know, how to actually train effectively, eat healthy and how simple it actually is. I, I want to talk about your your approach. You, you do a uh, reverse psychi um, what do you call it? Reverse psychology type status. Yeah. Like, hey, it's not the food's fault, or it is the food's fault. It's not your fault at all. And how how, how did you come up with that system? And what's the feedback you get from it? Is it very welcoming, or do you still get the hey, that's fucked up? You know, like like no, it's uh... and when did you start that? <sighs> I think I've had this, I've taken, I've, I've, I've had, I've thought this way for many years. Um, and I basically probably, I've evolved a lot just in the past two years, two and a half years when I started working for myself. Um, and you know, my following on social media has increased in the quality of my content and the effort and production of my content has all gotten better over these past two years. Uh, and I take a, a extremely, serious or an extremely sarcastic approach with a lot of my content because dude, there's millions of fitness influencers or trainers on social media and we're all saying the same thing. Everyone's saying the same thing, but so it really, it goes in, you know, most people's ear and right out the other. And I just know that if I want my content to resonate with people, you need to be brutally honest and, you need to kind of say it in a way that no one else is saying it. And so I do use kind of a uh, reverse psychology way and not, not in every piece of content I make, but in, in quite a few of them. And it just, it gets people to like, what is this guy saying? And then it gets people to think about actually their, their behavior and what they're doing. And it just resonates with people more. And that's how I think in my head, you know, I, I kind of think, not that I'm a negative person because I'm actually an extremely positive person, but I use a lot of, I guess, negative energy or negative emotion to reach people because it, it actually makes them think about what they're doing and it makes them think about their behavior. And hopefully, you know, it encourages them to make a positive change in their life. And so that's why I take that that approach and some of my, and some of my content, not all content, but some of my content, I certainly do. 
No, no, I, I love it. It's, it's very catching because, you know, like I, I ran into you. I was, I was looking at a post and it's like you were blaming meat for being fat. And they're like, if you're eating meat, you're going to be fat. And I'm like, what? And then you got into it and it's obviously that's not what you meant. You were being very sarcastic. And that's yeah. what captured me because, you know, otherwise it's just a bunch of people saying, eat this, don't eat that. You know, yeah. it's like, I, I already know that. I already know that, yeah, but but exactly. but that challenging well, just, of going backwards, it's like, fuck, wait a minute, am I missing something? What's going on with meat now? Because information changes all the time. You're like, yeah. is there, what kind of bullshit's happening now? And and it's just Tanner being well, sarcastic. There's a lot of bullshit. There's a lot of bullshit happening, and it's just it's preposterous. And so that's why I make content that uh, you know I wanted to trigger people and I wanted to like kind of infuriate people. But it also I wanted to help people and make them realize like, you know, how much nonsense that there is going on and how simple it really is, how simple it is to actually be healthy, how simple it is to train effectively. It's not, you know, it's not complicated, but for whatever reason, there's a lot of fitness people out there that are making, you know, training and nutrition as overcomplicated and convoluted as possible so they can profit off, you know, people, people like you, you know, and your ignorance, you know, cause I live health and fitness. I, you know, I'm sure a guy like you, you probably don't, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's obviously probably a hobby or it's something that you do cause you know, you need, you need to do it and to be healthy, but you probably, your mind's probably focused on a lot of other things, you know, throughout your day rather than just working out. Whereas mine, I think about exercise and training all day, every day. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because I just got into the fitness train December last year. And well, this good, is, man. I'm yeah, happy for you. Thank you, man. And this is the first time where I'm like, this is the first time actually in my life that I'm actually, you know, five, six days a week. You know, before it was like random or if somebody was like, hey, Rob, come on, let's go to the gym. And I was like, all right, you know, but I, I didn't, I wasn't disciplined. And now, right. now it's like, oh shit, man, I, I, I need this. And, it, and it's mind blowing because you go into a gym now and you're like, holy shit, that fit dude is working out every day. Holy shit, that skinny uh, Asian dude or the skinny American dude, they're working out every day. And this person's working out to lose weight. And it's like, oh my God, we all need this. And, and it wasn't introduced to me that way. And now I'm like, wow, like it's, it's mind blowing, you know. And one thing that's helped me, I won't talk about the whose app it is, but I found an app that just shows you how to do the exercises and when to do the exercises, and it just kind of builds you up. And that app really gave me perspective because it has videos of how to do certain exercises. And I was like, dude, this is this this helped. Um, yeah. And then obviously, I, I did get a trainer, you know, for for a month or two to also guide me. Um, yeah, which that's also, good. You know, which also helps. But then the food things just. Food thing's a mess, man, because, you know, there's keto, there's paleo, there's, you know, vet, vegetarian, there's vegan. There's just so yeah. much bullshit. Um, yeah, and it's, it's difficult for people like you that may not know any better to kind of sift through all that bullshit. Yeah. And so when in reality, nutrition is actually incredibly simple. It's incredibly simple. You've broken that down. It just kind of depends on what your goals are. Yeah, you've broken that down. I mean, like, let, let, let's let's say somebody's everybody's trying to lose weight. What, what, what's, yep. what's your advice of losing weight when it comes to meals? All right. The, the easiest thing to do, and this is obviously going to sound to be very obvious. Yeah. yeah. If you want to lose weight, if you want to lose weight, the first thing to do is eat less food or just, yeah, eat less food, be in a calorie deficit. However, losing weight is easy. I can tell anyone just to quit eating food, you know, or quit not eating so much and they'll lose weight. But the goal should never be to actually just lose weight. Your goal 
should be to lose body fat. You know, you, you want to lose the bad weight. You want to keep on the good weight. Good weight is lean body tissue, muscle. Okay. So, and you want to maintain your muscle on your body as long as possible forever. Okay. Yeah. Muscle is directly correlated with your life expectancy and it's, it's the largest organ in your body and you want to maintain lean body mass as you age forever, as long as you can, you know, obviously we're all, we all will die, but your quality of life and how long you live is directly correlated to how strong you are and how much muscle mass you are, you have, because the more muscle mass you have on your body, the easier and more likely it is you'll, you'll be to continue moving as you age. Cause when people die, man, they just stop moving. You know, they just kind yeah. of sink down, become decrepit. And when you stop moving, that's when disease sets in. So I kind of went off on a tangent there, but, no, no, but literally the best thing to do is just eat the right kind of foods and just maintain your lean body mass. Okay. So the best thing people can do is find out what their maintenance calories is, or that's also known as your total daily energy expenditure. That's how many calories your body burns in a day, including all your daily activity, your exercise, your non-exercise activity, sleeping, digesting food, all that kind of stuff. It's very simple. There's a formula called the hatch McArdle formula, and it's actually quite accurate. And you can learn it on, you just Google it. It's very simple. So learn your maintenance calories. And then what you want to do is eat according to your goals. If your goal is to lose weight, obviously you need to be eating in a calorie deficit. So say your maintenance calories are 2,500 calories a day, but you want to lose weight. So you need to be eating less than 2,500 calories a day. Ideally, probably somewhere between 2,200 and 2,000 calories. That's very normal for a lot of people. And so 2,000 to 2,200 calories a day is actually quite a bit of food. You just can't eat mindlessly, which is what most people do. And then you want to make sure the quality of those 2,000 calories is the best quality calories you can give your body. So calories are what matters most. And the second most important thing is the quality of those calories. So that's, that's kind of how I would start with someone that's completely oblivious and has no idea, you know, anything about nutrition. So that, that's why I'd start with them. Learn your maintenance calories and then eat according to your goals. So no, no, no. And then you're talking quality of food. Obviously you're talking about uh, rich foods, meats, yogurts, milks, eggs, whole foods. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, how, how, do you, how do you compare uh, since you're in Dubai and, and, and I'm interested in this, uh, you obviously you obviously been in America, uh, or you're from America, and and you yeah. see the axis of food that we have here, um, how easy it is to fall into a spiral, and and it's yeah, interesting because sure. once you get into Whole Foods, you kind of start realizing how much junk you were eating. You're like, fuck, man, like why was I eating that much? Because because it's addicting. It's sugar. It's it's super addicting, and the yeah. and, and the crate yeah. processed foods, processed foods, packaged foods are chemically designed and enhanced to be hyper palatable to so people will continue eating them and those foods they throw off your body's natural satiety mechanisms so you don't you don't feel full so you'll continue eating more and more so you'll buy more and more like dude the food industry is an evil industry they're evil they're all for profit man they're not they're not for health they're not for helping you so the best thing people can do is to cut out all the shit in their diet like avoid processed and packaged foods like the plague. That's what I try and do. I mean, again, not all processed and packaged foods are bad, but if you can get a natural food, 
you know, like a meat, a vegetable, a fruit and eat that instead, you'll be so much better off. So much better off. How, how's the food compared to us and Dubai? Um, the, the food quality here is, is fine. It's good. I, I, I like it. I have no issues with the quality of food. Obviously you don't have the selection that you have in the United States. You can literally get whatever you want in the, in the U S you're a bit more limited here, but because I eat really just a few certain foods, I can get everything I need here and it's good. The quality is good. The United Arab Emirates, it's a, uh, definitely a first world country, very developed, um, a lot of wealth here. So the quality of life in Dubai or the UAE is great. And, uh, I like living here. I've lived here for almost 10 years. So 10 years. Wow. Nine years, nine years. Yeah, It'll be 10 still, that's year. amazing. Yeah. That's yeah, amazing. It's, it's, it's treated me well. Yeah. I was there in 2000. I, I went a few times. I, I've been to Dubai, Abu Dhabi, Qatar. Uh, how, yeah. how is the fitness train, uh, out there? Are, are people very active? Is this- yeah. So that's fitness is what brought me out to Dubai and, um, the fitness scene or the fitness industry here, it's quite strong, at least in Dubai. I can't speak for like the other Emirates of the United Arab Emirates. I imagine the fitness scene in Abu Dhabi, it's quite, it's quite strong as well, but the other Emirates, they're, they're much less developed. So where I am in Dubai, there's a lot, it's, it's a strong fitness scene. A lot of healthy people, people are exercising, working out all the time. There's a lot of big name fitness influencers that call Dubai home. So the fitness industry here, it's alive and well. And then uh, may I ask what, what you do exactly in Dubai? Are you are you a trainer? Do you work for a company? Are you? Uh... Yeah, no, no, for sure, man. Um, I work for myself. So, but I, I was, I still am a trainer. Um, I do some in-person training still just by choice. I've had a, a few longtime clients that have been with me for years that I just really kind of enjoy training and I've developed very strong relationships with them. And, uh, they are able to train around my schedule. So I'm in the gym anyway, training myself. So I do all my in-person training around my workouts. And then the rest of my time I spend kind of doing online training or creating content, you know, and trying to, you know, again, build a a following on social media just to make a bigger impact. So I'd say I'm probably like 60% kind of an online trainer um, and create content and then probably 40% maybe in person, maybe a little less, it's, how, you know, but I work myself. How, how does the, uh, the, the online trainer, uh, how does that work? Like- well, dude, it's funny you ask, man, there's a, there's a lot of different approaches to, to that. Uh, and I've been kind of an outspoken, I've been outspoken against a lot of online trainers these days, especially since, um, COVID, you know, hit in 2020. Um, a lot of online trainers have taken an approach of just, becoming salesmen and, you know, gimmicky salesmen and just conning people into buying, you know, 90 day, 12 week transformations and basically selling people, taking advantage of people's ignorance um, and charging people thousands of dollars for literally the most basic and fundamental health and fitness advice. And it's, it's, in my opinion, it's immoral. And a lot of online coaches I think are scumbags. I definitely don't take that approach. So I am an online coach myself. So I'm not like talking bad about all online coaches. I mean, they're not all bad, but you just have to watch out for the ones that are just kind of, they're worse than used car salesmen. They're not really out to help people. They're just, they're really just out to sell people and take advantage of them and pad their own pockets. That's a tangent I went off on. So I apologize, but no, no. being an online coach for me, it's, it's great. I like it. Um, especially if you can build a following 
when you can have kind of a uh, a low ticket offer per se. You know, so I make money by selling programs. You know, monthly subscription programs, training programs that anyone can try. You can try it for seven days for free as a free trial, and then if you like the program, if you like the way I, I design workouts, you can you can subscribe to that program. And so if you obviously get enough people following your programs, um, you can make a living. And, but, but what, what's that program consist of? Are, are you, are you advising people on, on X amount of days per week? Are you checking in with them yeah. on their food progress? And- These are good questions. So I do both. And so there is a, uh, there's kind of customized online coaching, which I have a few clients on and I'm trying to kind of, I'm trying to get out of that honestly, because it is very time consuming. And, um, if you, if you do a good job on that, which you should, um, if you're taking someone's money, you should definitely do a good job for them. You got to check in with them week to week, see how their eating is, see how their training's been. You need to write their workouts, you know, for the following week based off of what they're, what they did on their workouts the previous week. And so that is quite, uh, it's customized and it's a bit tedious and you, you charge a premium for that, you know, so it, it can be good. Um, but it is time consuming. I also have a program that really anyone could follow. Anyone could subscribe to like, you could take my program. You could get a free week on it and you could pay $50 a month for it. And that program, anyone can follow it. It's, it's written or designed in a way it's that it can be done by anyone. And there's, you know, modifications or scaling levels to that program based on your ability level. So I do both. So you kind of have kind of a higher end product and you know kind of a lower end product if that makes sense and and where do you find uh this program what do, do you have a website Are you still there robert yeah yeah i'm here no I'm, I'm, i was just i wanted to get your website so i wanted to put you on the screen oh okay yeah so, no problem man. yeah no problem. so what what's uh do you have a website how, how do people find you how do people get in touch with you and where can they find this program yeah uh how, how can people find you uh, how can they find yeah. this program and, um, and, and how do people get a hold of you? You know, I did. I appreciate that. I appreciate you letting me, I guess, plug my own <laughs> programs. Of course. I'd say the best way to find me right now is actually on YouTube. Um, I've been working really hard for like about seven or eight months to build a following on YouTube. And that's where literally all my best content is, is actually on YouTube. Um, I have long form videos and YouTube short videos, and I basically I'm teaching everyone everything I know about training and nutrition. It's all for free. It's all on YouTube. So you can look me up on YouTube, Tanner Shuck. Um, and if you want to go directly to my website, that is truestrength.co, www.truestrength.co. That's awesome. And, and, and again, congratulations on your success on YouTube. You're, you're over Thank 50, you. 60,000 followers. Yeah. I'm around 51,000 subscribers. So it's, it's, it's not easy. I was, at, I was at like, I don't know, two or 3000 in March of this year. And then it's, it's grown a lot, but I've put a lot of my, I'm putting most of my energy and effort on YouTube now because that's where I can, that's where I feel like that I can have the biggest impact. I'm on Instagram as well. And I was on Instagram for a long time. And that's where all my energy was. But I've kind of realized Instagram and TikTok, those aren't, I guess they're not the best platforms, in my opinion, um, as an educator or a trainer to actually reach and help people. And the way YouTube works, it's just a lot. It's a it's a superior platform. You can monetize. You can actually get paid for it. And the way the algorithm works, it's a search-based algorithm. So if someone's searching on how to get stronger or lose weight or what are the best foods, 
they can type that in and then my video will pop up. Whereas with Instagram or TikTok, if you make a post, you know, five days later, everyone's already forgotten about it. No one knows. And it's basically, it's you're, you're kind of just throwing all your content in a black hole with Instagram or TikTok. So I never I thought about it that way. What's that? I never thought about it that way. That's that's very valid. No, dude, it's extremely valid because I've I've uh, believe me, I've 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 done a lot of research on social media and and how things work. And you'll discover basically all the the best content creators they're on YouTube. Like the most legitimate, real content creators, they're all YouTubers. Like Instagram and TikTok, those are and I'm no offense to anyone. I hope no one's getting offended. I just, those are kind of like lower tier quality platforms for creators for social media. I mean, they're great platforms, but if you're actually serious about your craft and you want to be a, a serious creator and make an impact or help people with your content or reach people with your content, YouTube is is, is superior. How how much do you um how much do you really care about hurting anybody's feelings when you're telling truths or offending people? Do you do like, is there a party like, man, I kind of feel kind of bad or you're like, you know what? That, that's just the truth. And the truth hurts. Like, well, I do care and I care a lot. The, the, the truth is, is I care a lot. And I, and I, the, the reason I create content the way I do is because I want to help people. And sometimes in order to help people, you have to hurt them in a way or offend them. And I don't do that. Like I, I don't, I don't fat shame people or anything like that. My, my mom and my uncle, they were obese. My uncle died you know, when he was 59. He left behind his wife, three kids and grandkids because he was obese and he never took care of himself. My mom had breast cancer. She had a double mastectomy. She had both her breasts removed. She was di- diagnosed with type two diabetes because she neglected her health her whole life, you know? And so like, I, I have direct family members, people I love that have been affected just by living an unhealthy lifestyle. And I don't really want other people to have to go through what I've gone through kind of as, you know, a son, if they don't have to, when no one really has to be obese, it's in my opinion, it's a, uh, it's more or less a choice. Because you can choose to be healthy and you can choose to be obese. That's how I, that's literally how I look at it. And you make that choice every day with your daily habits and your behaviors. And people can say, oh, it's not that simple. It's not that simple. You know, there's so many other different reasons why people are obese. You know, they're conditioned that way. They're brought up that way and all that. But once you cut through all that bullshit, if you cut, cut through all of it, it literally comes down to the food you put in your mouth and how much you move your body. All right. No one forces anyone to, to eat shit food. No one forces you to sit on your ass all day. That those are choices that you make every day. So that's, that's how I look at it. And I, I obviously live a very healthy and disciplined lifestyle and I choose to live that way. And if I didn't want to do that, I would be choosing not to live that way. You know, at the end of the day, everyone chooses to live the way they want. And they can obviously be uneducated or just ignorant. But in today's day and age, I feel like that's a, that's not a valid excuse. You know, you can learn literally anything you want, you know, with the internet, it's literally at your fingertips. If you want to learn how to get healthy, you can learn how to get healthy, but you just got to go take the initiative and take action and just 
go do what you need to do. You need to eat less shit food. You need to move your body. That's how simple it is. It, it, it's so simple. Another thing I like where you touch bases on is uh, I, I love how you mentioned just stated the basic fundamentals of exercising. You know, stop complicating your workouts and just stick to, you know, you Dude, can go ahead. Like I can, I can break down, I can break down effective exercise in literally one minute. You basically just master six or seven foundational movement patterns, and you do those for the rest of your life until you die. All right, and that would just be a squat, a deadlift, a press, an overhead press, a vertical press, or a horizontal press a horizontal pull and a vertical pull and then basically single leg movements like walking upstairs, step ups, lunges. That's like basically six movement patterns yeah. and every effective exercise is just some kind of iteration of those movement patterns. All right. So if you master those basic movement patterns and then you just eat, you don't eat like a gluttonous asshole and you eat enough protein, you're going to be a healthy person and just walk, go for walks. That's all you really need to do. That's it. And, and walking super effective, like, uh, like a, yeah, a simple two-mile walks or a 30-minute There's a walk. reason why people say, hey, get 10,000 steps a day. Every, every fitness trainer is telling people, hey, go get your 10,000 steps a day. The reason fitness trainers tell you that is because it works. Yeah. All right? It actually works. That is some of the best, most common knowledge that you can employ. All right? So, if you just if you want to lose weight and be healthier, quit sitting on your ass. Go for a walk. Yeah. Take two to three. 10 minute walks a day and that'll be life changing. Yeah, no, I, I, I get that. Um, I know the answer to this. I, I, it's just for people that, that are listening. Yeah, ask for sure. There's, there's no sense of complicating or getting into crazy workouts at the gym or, you know, getting into a, a, a you know, uh, intricate workout. It's no. just those basic fundamentals what you just mentioned stick to that what would you do uh recommend that for six months a year two years before you get into anything complicated or you know yeah, basically just build up, up minimum minimum six months minimum i still just do basic exercises and i've been training for over 20 years so i would say basically stick with the basics forever and then once you master the basics if you've if you've mastered the basics you'll be able to kind of unlock I guess, more advanced variations of basic movements. Does that make sense? So yeah, of course you don't, don't overcomplicate things. And I've made content about this, but like the more complicated the exercise, the less effective it is. Okay. So anytime you see trainers training clients, you know, using any kind of apparatuses or fancy contraptions or BOSU balls or just gimmick training you know, objects, that trainer is an inexperienced trainer and they're just trying to reinvent the wheel. Maybe because their client, you know, wants something new and shiny and fancy, but they're not actually doing their client, you know, they're not helping their client. They're doing them a disservice by overcomplicating something that doesn't need to be overcomplicated. Where, where, where do you stand so, on um, supplements, uh, TRT treatments, steroids, uh, you know, in, in different categories, sure. obviously, not all in one. And then one more sure, thing, well, and, and you, you, got, you got a crazy six-pack. Uh, you mind showing your six-pack? Just, just, I know that's random, but, you know. No, I don't, I don't mind. Your physique. Just so people are like, yeah, like that's, that's fucking insane. Um, 
So where do I stand with supplements? I just got signed with a supplement company uh, like last week. But uh, I have to be honest, supplements in the hierarchy of what's important, your calories are the most important. Then it's going to be the quality of those calories. That's your macronutrient breakdown. Then basically it's not nutrients, uh, quality of food. So your it's calories, then your macros. That's your carbs, fats, and proteins. Then after that, it's quality of food. That's the most important. After that, it's going to be kind of what time you eat nutrient timing, which really doesn't matter that much. It doesn't matter if you eat one time a day. It doesn't matter if you eat 12 times a day. It doesn't matter. Your total calories matter more than anything. And then supplements, they'd be at the very top, meaning they're the least important, least. So they really only account for, you could say, whatever, 2 to 3% of your total progress. Like you can take all the supplements in the world, but if you're eating shit food and eating too many calories, you're, you're, you're going to gain weight. You're not going to lose weight. So, and then quality sleep is way more important than supplements and your quality of training is way more important than supplements. If you still want to take supplements, the best supplement you can take is going to be creatine monohydrate, just basic creatine monohydrate. It's been around for 30 years, over 30 years. And really everyone should take that. You should take it. Your mom should take it. Your dad, you know, I take it regularly and it's good for not only maintaining muscle mass, but it also improves cognitive function. Like creatine monohydrate is extremely healthy and all people should actually take that. So that's probably the best supplement to take if you're going to take supplements. And I know, I know they busted this, uh, this rumor, but uh, there was a rumor that creatine was, um, uh, it kept you bloated or it retained waters. I heard that's not true. Well, it, it might make you retain water at first, you know, because your, your muscles, your muscle cells actually do hold, like they like attach more onto, I guess, uh, H2O atoms or whatever. So you do hold on a bit more, more water initially, but then your body understands what's going on and adapts to it. And then your body sheds that excess water weight. What makes your body hold on to more water than anything is just eating too many carbohydrates. If people just yeah. cut down their carbs or cut out their carbs, they would instantly lose five or 10 pounds of water weight after like five days. So the reason why people walk around bloated and fat all the time is because they're eating too many carbohydrates. Oh, not yeah, that sure. not that doesn't really have anything to do with creatine. It, but creatine's it, like a, carbs make you hold on to water way more than creatine does. I'll put it that way. Is isn't it interesting that this is the first time in the history in the existence of man poor people are fat? Dude, like first time yeah, ever in the history of, of, of humanity. Yeah. No, it's, it's crazy. It's it really all happened, I guess, like starting kind of in the 1980s. You know, that's why I said the, the food industry, dude, they're evil, freaking evil. They'll create, you know, the most low quality, cheapest, most addictive foods, you know, and then they're going to they're going to make a profit off that. And then obviously poor people, they're going to eat cheaper foods. Yeah. Cheaper foods is low quality. And it's it's sad. It, it is sad. But I will say eating healthy does not have to be expensive. You just need to know what you're doing and kind of be educated. Like you can eat healthy on a budget for sure. Like you can eat eggs, you can eat canned tuna, you can eat beef jerky. There's, there's ways to eat healthy on a budget. It's just so many people, especially around the world, they're just uneducated and they don't know any better. And dude, it's a lot easier to eat, you know, a bowl of sugary cereal than it is to go cook yourself up, you know, two or three whole eggs for breakfast. Does that make sense? It makes a hundred percent. People are inherently lazy and they're, 
they're conditioned very poorly by mass media and propaganda and they just don't know any better and people just they, they eat mindlessly you know nutrition fundamentals should be taught in schools you know but it's not it's not it's, it's honestly it's a travesty yeah i was watching a couple interviews where these doctors uh these guys became doctors and they're like look in in all my education and the universities i went to they never talked about nutrition ever uh, you know to become a yeah. doctor they've never talked about nutrition and the importance of nutrition you know and it's always this uh you know, you feel, and you make this point on your post, you know, you feel like shit, uh, you're tired, uh, you don't want to go out, you don't want to do this, you're eating junk food, you know, where do you blame that? Oh, you're depressed. No, you're not depressed. You're fucking fat, you're obese, you're lazy. Yeah, you're and actually, you're, you're, you're feeding foods, you're feeding yourself foods that keep you feeling like shit and depressed. Yeah. You know, like, that's another thing. And this is very, uh, could be very polarizing, but I believe... I think obesity is a very self-induced disease. I almost consider it a made-up disease because you don't have to be obese. And I almost feel the same way about depression. You know, I'm not going to say that, but I feel like probably 99% of people that are clinically diagnosed as depressed can probably just take control of their lives and rid their own depression just by eating healthier, getting more sunshine, being more active, exercising more. You know, those are literally exercises, the best antidepressant it's the best way to relieve any kind of stress or anxiety exercise, yeah. you know, and it should be prescribed more. I guarantee if more people just worked out and exercised, there wouldn't be so many depressed people walking around the world. Yeah. No. And, 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 I, and I, you know, I haven't, I haven't been open about this, but like I started really working out at, at in December, you know, and it was two reasons. Yeah. One, I, I just turned 40 and I was like, fuck man, I'm 40 years old. I, I got to hit this workout train. And two, yeah, I, I was just going, I was just going through a, a very, very stressful time. I, I, you know, I had some business that went bad. I was dealing with some people that are just, you know, being complicated. And I was like, fuck, man, I'm losing sleep. I, I can't do anything. I, I'm stressing out. I'm always thinking. And, and I said, you know what? Fuck it. Let me go to the gym. And I, and I went for the sauna. I was like, let me just go for the fucking sauna just to like, all right, sauna. Yeah. Let me go for the jacuzzi. All right. Then I started picking up a, a trainer and I'm like, all right, this is fucking great. And then I, I, you know, I found an app and I found some online stuff like what you offer. Uh, I found that stuff and I was like, fuck. And now I'm, I'm completely hooked. And it's, and it's funny because I, I just ran into some friends of mine. Sorry for the guys, my, my friends that I ran from high school, but I was like, these guys were in shape and they were into the gym thing when they were younger. Now I'm seeing them. I'm like, dude, you guys, you know, let it go. And they're like, you know what? We just, got tired of working out and i was like fuck i just got started like this is Man. literally the strongest i've ever been in my life like i, I make this joke to you, Robert. Yeah, thank you man i make this joke that if i ran into like 27 year old me i would fuck him up like <laughs> there's no chance yeah. you know so but it, it's Dude, it's for sure you need to look at I, I look at exercising like i look at it like sleeping like eating like breathing that's how I look at it. It's just something I do and I don't even think about. I have to do it. I'm I am 100% addicted to exercise and it's the best addiction you can have. And a, a fact that many people probably don't even know but all human behavior is based on getting your next hit of dopamine. You know, neurotransmitters basically control our minds and dopamine especially is the biggest one and you can you can get those hits of dopamine from a lot of different things. You can get it from doing drugs, drinking alcohol, eating unhealthy food, 
having sex, staying up late, exercising, you know, doing things that are you enjoy. And so I always, I prefer to always get my dopamine from intense, vigorous exercise because it's the best and healthiest way to get it. You know, like there's no free dopamine. You always have to do something to get dopamine. And I'm just very particular about how I get my dopamine. And I encourage as many people as possible to get their dopamine through exercise. Cause it's, it's, that's the best way to get it, man. Like drinking alcohol, doing drugs, that's going to lead you down the wrong path. Oh, 100%. And, and back to what we were talking about obesity and depression. It's like, why, why would you risk automatically going to uh, medication or depression pills or whatever they, they give people? Why would people automatically do that and not say, you know what? Just for a month, I'm going to try this fitness thing. Just for a month, I'm going to walk around the neighborhood. Just for the month, I'm going to do two, three push-ups because that's what I can do and try to build it up. I'm going to try working out for one month, and if it doesn't work, then, you know, I'll do something else. Yeah. But it's just people default to, you know. Dude, people and, are, and it's people fucked are up because, But it's fucked up because yeah. doctors are saying, I, I'm sorry, Tanner, but it's fucked up because people... Doctors are literally saying, "No, no, no, no! You're you're de- you're depressed." You yeah. know, let me uh, let me prescribe you these pills. You know what's you know what's the most fucked up thing? One of the most fucked up things about America, all right, is the pharmaceutical companies and commercials. You, Americans are bombarded, literally bombarded every day with commercials about popping pills and taking drugs, and like, hey, you got this problem? Try this newest fucking pill. You know that'll that'll help that. Like pharmaceutical companies, they're the worst. Literally, every they, they day. Are the worst. How many What's ads? That? Every day, those ads are running. How many of those ads have you seen in ten years in Dubai? None. I don't. But I mean, it's illegal in other countries, isn't it? It's. I think it is. I, I think it is. Like you, you don't see those things in Dubai, or at least I don't. But I again, I don't watch much television. I only consume basically YouTube, yeah. so or Netflix, and so those are kind of streaming services, but. I don't watch television, but every time I'm back in the United States, which is usually twice a year, I can immediately tell I'm in America because you'll see anywhere on any screen, there's going to be some kind of, you know, commercial or advertisement about, you know, the next latest and greatest prescription pill and drug. And it's just, dude, it's terrible. And again, people are inherently lazy as it is. And people always take, you know, the, the path of least resistance. And it's a yeah, it's a way easier to pop a pill and to keep sitting on your ass and actually go exercise and eat healthy food. But taking that route, you're actually, you know, you're screwing yourself if you do that. Yeah. Well, but most people, they just don't want to do, they don't, they don't know that or they don't think like that. I don't know why. Well, you, 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 you got to understand. Well, first of all, where are you originally from? I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma originally. Tulsa. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got to understand there's, there, there's a, there is a, um, I don't want to sound tacky, but there is a fucking matrix going on here. And there is a brainwash between the school system, yeah, uh, the educational sure. system, television system, what they yeah. tell parents, how to, how, you know, how to raise kids. I mean, I'll give you a perfect example. Remember the 90s? Got milk commercials? Yes. They, they were sure. pushing that through. And I love milk. Don't get me wrong. But you know how many yeah. people were lactose intolerant? You know how many people got sick from drinking yeah. milk? And they were like, you know, you got to drink milk, calcium, calcium, calcium. And that was just a big marketing campaign, you know, yeah. let alone the, the intricacies of how a pharmaceutical company goes about pushing their prescriptions, their drugs. You know, 
Pfizer right now, the the, the vaccines that that's another fucking yeah. mess, and 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 people were. Oh yeah, we shouldn't talk about that because that that whole COVID yeah. thing. No, no, that's well, yeah, 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 yeah. That that that's off the grid, but it's it's just crazy how much stuff they they push at all different levels. That it's just it's just it, it's sad, you know. And they're keeping it really people. Is, man. Like I love America, I love America, and I think it's the greatest country in the world. But in some ways, it's the worst country in the world. And uh, greed and capitalism, they've it's uh, man, it, it's created a lot of problems. You know, it's really created kind of a obesity epidemic, a health epidemic for a lot of people, you know, just because of greed and capitalism and, you know, just media and propaganda. But it's, you know, it's, it's all driven by greed. Yeah. You, you know, you know, uh, a little kind of off topic, but still on the same topic. One thing I really liked about Dubai is is how family oriented it, it is. You know, you, you, you go to a mall like when I was at the Mall of Emirates, it's like. Yeah, it's like first of all, it's like the it's these the biggest malls in the world, and yeah, they're huge malls, and huge. half of the mall is like dedicated to kids, you know, activities yeah. for kids, aquariums, snow resorts, ski yeah. resorts, uh, uh, built snowmen, uh, clothing yeah, yeah, yeah. stores for kids forever, and it's like, it's like I I I say this as a joke, but it's it's not really a joke. It's kind of true. It's like in L.A. especially, and depending what part of L.A. But people treat dogs better than kids, you know, yeah. and fucking places. Jeez. You know, you like, like, and that, you know, I, I have kids and uh, it's just funny. You go somewhere and people are like, why would you bring your kid here? And it's like, what, like what? You know, but you, you get a dog. It doesn't matter how dirty the dog is. It doesn't matter if it's been licking its asshole the whole day. Yeah. Like, oh my God, it's a fucking cute dog. You could bring a dog to a bank. You could bring a dog to, you know, it says no pets allowed and people bring in their dogs. And it's totally accepted. You know, but kids, yeah. it's like you try to find a park and it's like they're not maintaining the parks good. The parks are dirty. Homelesses are at the park. You're like, oh, man, I don't even want to bring my kid to this park. And it's it's yeah. a mess. So I really appreciate how family oriented uh, Dubai and Abu Dhabi are. No, know? that's that's another reason. Um, that's another reason why I, I also love living here in the United Arab Emirates. It's it's an incredibly the quality of life here is great. I mean, it is a sand pit. You're it's a metropolis built in a desert and the weather is hot as fuck. Like it's five or six months out of the year, but the other, the other time it's great. Like right now it's winter time. It's like 70 degrees outside. It's amazing. Um, but the biggest reason it's, it's, it's safe, you know, so but safe. Dubai or the United Arab Emirates, man, it's such a small country compared to the U S you know, that's a huge country with so many more millions of people. Dude, it's a it's a way easier country to actually govern here. Yeah, you know it's it's not a dictatorship, but it kind of is a dictatorship here. But it works really well. Works really really well. Whereas you know America, man, America is so big and it's got so many issues that it's 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 really hard. And I, I I kind of kind of feel for you saying that you can't you don't even feel safe or comfortable taking your kids to the park there. You know, and I've been to L.A. I've been to a few parts that are pretty dodgy and. Yeah, it's not it's not some place that I would probably want to live or try to raise a family, depending on the area. But you know, that's I mean, just guns for you know, gun control and guns is just that's another issue that I really feel like America needs to address. And I'm, I don't I don't want to get started on that, but it's just uh, I feel privileged to live here, and I'm happy here, and uh, I don't have kids, at least not yet. Um, but if I was going to raise a family, I think raising a family here in the UAE would be great yeah no it's it's definitely fucking great it's it's like i said just 
everywhere you go, it's just so well accommodated for, for parents to bring their children and children to be yeah. in a safe environment. And, uh, and it's a great place. It's a great place to take a family for a vacation. That's for sure. Again, yeah. it's very far from America. Like we're, I'm literally on the other side of the world from you, but a 16 hour I mean, flight from LA. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, if that's direct, if you fly Emirates, yeah, yeah which I almost always fly Emirates and it, it is a long flight, but it is a direct flight. So, I mean, I could be, I could be home tomorrow if I really need to be. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I you love know, it out there. And and yeah. then another thing I want to highlight, like how many cool things there is. Like when you go to Abu Dhabi, people don't know there's a Warner Brothers Studios uh, theme Dude, park out all, there. Man, there's honestly, Ferrari World. There's, yeah. uh, there's just you know, you, know, you know a lot. Yeah. Oh, like, I, I, haven't, I haven't done. I've lived here for nine years. I haven't done half the things that I should. Oh, it's know? amazing. The first so thing I did simple. was I landed and I rented a car and I started driving everywhere the new louvre have you been to the louvre yeah yeah i've been to the louvre museum a couple times i'm my mom and sister are coming to visit me next month i'm, I'm taking them there yeah the louvre is so, yeah, amazing it's, it's a lovely lovely place skydiving i, I you know, yeah. well back to back to tell you back to show you where i was at when I went, the last time I went was in 2018 or 2019. I signed up for the fucking skydiving, and they were like, "No, you're 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 a little fat, buddy. You can't go yeah. in." I was like, "Dude, body mass, man. What's wrong with you guys?" They're like, "No, because they do they do BMI. Is it BMI? Yeah, they. I I don't know, but BMI is a terrible indicator. Like, it's a I terrible indicator. Yeah, yeah, cause I'm lo- I'm terrible. looking at people skinnier than me, and I'm like, dude, you are not healthy, man. I can see your yeah. skin or your eyes." And, and the, I was over like, I, I forgot exactly, but I was over like in weight, I guess it was like two, three pounds because of the BMI. They're like, you can't jump. And I was like, fuck, right now I can jump. You know, if I go, yeah, and, and I'm planning to go there probably May, because uh, I, I, we have some business out there. Okay. Uh, but I'm planning to go out there May, and then I got a buddy of mine. He's been out there for 20 years, and, uh, you know, he has, um, he, he does a lot of business out there. So he's like six months here now, and then six months there. Dude, um, sounds like he's got the life, man. I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's, I, I'm trying to get that. I'm trying to get there. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully one well, day soon. He, he's got ten year advantage on you, so totally yeah. possible. And he's doing it right. Sick when he stays here. He's six months in Malibu. Poor guy. Dude, huh? yeah, that's <laughs> that's the dream. That yeah. is the dream. Yeah. So it's good for him, man. Yeah, it's uh, you got to got to put your time in. You got to work hard, and hopefully, good things will happen. You'll get get what you want out of life. Tanner, uh, thank you, man. I, I really appreciate having this conversation with you. I really appreciate how quick you you were to respond. Um, I appreciate, I mean, I've talked to you just for a little bit, but I love how disciplined you are. Um, I love how you put your 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 priorities, you know, your, your clients and your timing and your word, and I wish you all the success. Please tell me, once again, um, website, where people can yeah. find you on Instagram, YouTube, Sure. Well, again, I'll, I'll say this. Thanks so much for reaching out to me, Robert. I, I mean, it was a privilege and I'm honored that you'd want me to be on your podcast. So I hope your listeners, they may not be, you know, I guess, help value from listening to this. And uh, if anyone wants to learn more about me, you can check out my website, which is uh, truestrength.co. That's T-R-U-E-S-T-R-E-N-G-T-H dot C-O. You can look me up on YouTube at Tanner Shuck. I'm on uh, Instagram, Tanner underscore Shuck. Those are probably the best ways to find out about my website, YouTube or Instagram. If they want to learn anything about me and you can contact me, um, you know, email or Instagram. However, I'm, I'm a pretty easy guy to get a hold of. 
And again, thank you so much for having me on your show. Tanner, it was a pleasure. I, I will want to check in with you later down the road. And uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll uh, we'll meet up uh, soon in the next coming up here. Yeah. Yeah, man. If you're if you're ever in Dubai, man, hit me up. You know, we could definitely go meet out, grab a coffee or at least, you know, meet in person. Uh, actually, and then quick question since you said coffee. How do you feel about uh, alkaline waters and, uh, you know, which is interesting. I'm, I'm going to say one more thing. It's go interesting because every country I visit, the selections of waters that we have in America are insane. There's like 50,000 types of waters, smart waters yeah, and pH waters so and alkaline. So but when you go to like, you know, when I go to Dubai or when I go to Cuba or when I go to Russia, there's like not many waters and there's not the whole alkaline. Man, I'll show you something. I drink my water out of this, man. Like this big ass five gallon jug right here. Shit. <laughs> like, I'm not. I'm. I'm not too particular about you know whether my water's alkaline or acidic or not or anything like that. Like I don't get too caught up on that, man. Like I just don't have the the bandwidth or the mental bandwidth to be worried about <laughs> yeah what, what kind of water I'm drinking because I work out a lot, so obviously I'm drinking water quite a bit to stay hydrated. And uh, I drink the water here. It works good for me. It keeps me hydrated and I'm still alive. So that's I, awesome. I'll just keep drinking it. Thank you, Tanner. Thank you, man. I appreciate hey, it's, you. It's, it's my pleasure, Robert. I appreciate you, man. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. You too, man. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. Thanks, man.